What's up, Conroe? Welcome back to a brand new edition of Nerd Thug Radio. Coming at you live on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations, and we're streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. As always, you can check out the Facebook page, facebook.com backslash nerdthugradio for your Nerd Thug Radio interactions. Um, coming at you live during this quarantine edition via Anchor, little brother Nico, mm-hmm. and me, Corey DLG. How, uh, how's it going, little brother? It's going. It's still going. <laughs> I'm still here. I'm still here. Still going. You're turning into like a uh, like a like a country song. Uh, like a like, like an '80s rock song. I'm still standing further than I ever did. Oh hey, that was in the Space Force trailer. Oh, was it? Yeah, that exact song. <laughs> that I gotta tell you, I watched that show and it was fantastic. Uh, I've been told to watch it by Victoria it's of the DLGs. In in typical Steve Carell fashion, it's great, and then there's these little moments that are really heartbreaking, but then it's mm-hmm. also great. Right. Well, it's Steve Carell. Like, he's he's great. Just, uh, man, I, you know what? Like, I, very few people I've ever, wa- uh, ever seen who, in the span of like 20 seconds, can just absolutely crush you. Yeah, no, for sure. He's just one of those actors that, like, just, like, he just has so much emotion to him. Yeah, why you gotta break hearts, Steve Carell? Why you gotta break hearts? Broken my heart. Yeah, he's hilarious, so, like, it's it's like a double-edged sword. Right, no, he really is funny, but I think that's sort of the trick to comedy, is to play it so raw and personal that you can, just as quickly you can go, oh yeah, that is funny. And it's also really sad. And then, oh, now I'm sad. <laughs> and the next thing you know, you're just like, it is sad. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. Um, <laughs> there's a lot going on. So we could talk about Space Force a little bit. Um, also, the place, the E3 at home stream debuted PS5 today. Oh yeah, I've already got like four memes about it. Oh man. It looks cool uh, though, not gonna looks, lie. It looks awesome. Uh and there's already a video game I'm excited about, like Oh man. I don't even know what to do. Um I guess I'm gonna wind up buying a PlayStation five. Um, mm. Of course, we're going to talk about our sponsors. The adventure begins a little bit later, and then also um, there's just a lot going on. And we got our contest still going on. You could still win a free large specialty pizza, or a large up to three toppings, or a Black Manta Chase from the new Justice League Unlimited, or three LEs, or a uh, Marvel Heroes Marvel figurines keychain, all by liking, sharing, subscribing our show, and simply sending a screen cap a screen cap to Facebook. Uh, to our Facebook page. So if yeah. you DM us a, a screen grab of you liking, sharing, or subscribing to the page, or to any of our social media platforms or any of our platforms at all, anywhere Nerd Thug Radio happens, if you like, share, or subscribe it, you will get entered into the contest to win prizes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, there's so much going on. Okay. Um, so let's talk about E3 real quick. Well, not even really E3. It was strictly about the PlayStation 5. Yeah, it's just the review. But it was it was brought to you by like the E three stay at home Twitch stream. Which is cool. I mean it's still happening. 
Yeah, no, for sure. Listen, I think so. Somebody pointed out that the stream had a million views. Insane. And then said goodbye conventions. Do you think this represents the death of conventions in some ways? Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so either. I think I think everyone I think when conventions can come back safely, they will and they will be the biggest party ever. Oh no, for sure. Uh I think people like view that as a strictly numbers thing. It's like, oh, but only a couple hundred thousand people can ever go to a convention. It's like, yeah, because it's a lot easier to turn on your phone or turn on your computer, go to Twitch and watch it or whatever than it is to get airfare, you know, or travel and stay or if you're local to the area, if you're super lucky, then, like, you just get to go there. But that's not the case for everyone. It's much easier to do it online. But if someone were to offer you, hey, would you want to go to a convention or go to a stream every night like 20 out of 10 people are going to be like i want to do something well yeah and you know even with, even going from the numbers standpoint you know e3 first of all is massive and over a five-day span it probably has a million people come through its doors do you think or do you oh. think it's nowhere even close to that oh i think i think it's i think it's probably maybe even well over that if you consider all five days like, if you add them up, like, cumulatively. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, the convention center, that whole area was is going to hold, you know, two hundred to 300,000 people. And then every day, people are coming in and out, like... Right, well, even if you say they, they, they get to half, or even, like, say, like, yeah, so 300,000, half capacity is 150, you know. Yeah, 150 times 5 is still, you're still at 750,000 people, like... And right. people and add events and are and still amazing. Yeah, right. and that's that's half capacity. You know, I I doubt that that's what they're working with half the time. You yeah, know, these I, places I, are I, packed. I gotta think. Some people have been saying like, "Oh, all this streaming stuff like proves that that uh, conventions are sort of like a done thing." I don't, I don't really see it that way. I don't think it does at all. I think all it says is that Came people. In. Yeah. Are interested, just dying for content, right? Well, people people still want things to happen. They're still excited about stuff that are that is happening. But really, what conventions are is about the experience. You know, if you were to break down everything to do at Comic Palooza, there's like, there's like, yeah, you can do shopping, you can go to panels, and there's like, like you're like, all right, that's it, and like some booths. It's like, yeah, but you have to be there to experience it. Yeah, to you're going to see people. so much stuff while you're there, and you're going to do so much stuff while you're Yeah, I, I agree. Like, people miss out on so much while they're there. I, 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 think, I think you're completely right about that. You know, it's, it's just one of those things that's it's an experience. It's not really, like... Like, yeah, E3 is just a bunch of conferences about video games and has a couple booths that you could probably see online. And, I mean, there are there's a huge majority of the people who play games that never get to go to an E3. Ever. But, I'll, yeah. I'll probably go my whole life without ever being at E3. Right. You don't know that. <laughs> That's true. But, Listen, Nerdquake Radio could be invited tomorrow. But 
like me individually going, probably never. I'll probably never go to an eatery. Right, of your own fruition, spending your own yeah. money to get there. Yeah, like, there's just some just... things that I would rather go and spend my money on. I would love to be at an eatery, but it's not something that I know that I would invest in. Now, if somebody right. said, hey, Nerd Thug Radio, come out here and help us debut this or run our booth or have this event. Yeah, okay, all right. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, and then we can say we've been and have it bragging rights forever. It's like that one time you went to New York Comic Con. That's true. It was cool. That's true. I did. Uh, one of my favorite stories from that I never really tell is meeting the lead singer of Coheed and Cambria. Um, really? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so he's like run into them. Sort, so, yes, sort of. Uh, so they're doing this. He's doing a signing there later at one of the booths. Uh-huh. Uh, when I go to leave, I tell my roommates, "Hey, I'm going to be gone for a week. Keep an eye on my stuff, kind of a deal." And one of my roommates is like, "Going to New York Comic Con?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Is there only one New York Comic Con?" And I was like, "Yeah, I think so." And he goes. And he's a music guy. He's not a nerd guy. That's why he wasn't really sure. He was like, Coheed and Cambria is supposed to be there signing stuff. Can I give you this CD and get him to sign it? And I was like, yeah, where do you want me to have him sign it if I meet him? And he told me to have sign like, like inside in the book and whatever. I said, all right, cool. If, you know, if, I, if I get the chance, I'll, I'll have him do it. And he's like, this is the one thing I need you to do all week for me. And I was like, all right, I'll, I'll probably definitely do it. Okay. So... As we're walking around the Javits Center the very first day, um, he's scheduled to do the signing like at evening. Mm-hmm. But it winds up, it's like one of those scheduled things where you have to wait in line and they've sold tickets. And like it's going to be a three-hour thing of you standing in line to get him to sign it. Um, but we're walking through uh, as they're still setting up their booth. And he's out there like drinking a Red Bull with like the guys running the booth and running the event because the fans aren't there yet. Um, right. Because if you go the first day to a convention, there's still a lot of setup happening, and the fans haven't really begun to trickle in yet. If you buy a multi-day pass, typically if you go Thursday afternoon to a, to the to the convention hall, you can get in with your pass, and then most interestingly is like, uh, no one else is there. <laughs> like it's, it's really exciting the, stuff. It's just the exhibitors and the celebrities setting up and getting ready. Right. Uh. So he was signing at a store, like a store paid to have him there um, mm-hmm. in their booth. And so I walked by and I kind of looked at him and I said, hey, would you happen to be the lead singer of this band? And I'm holding the CD. And he's like, he's like, yeah, actually, I am. And he's got a real soft voice. He's a really nice guy. Uh, giant head of hair, though, like probably more hair than I've ever seen on another human being in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I, I don't know your work but my roommate i'm from houston and i flew here for this convention and my roommate absolutely demanded that i couldn't come home without your signature uh and he was like oh that is that is so rad that's cool man and then he signed it and uh i totally bail on having to stand in line for four hours nice yeah that was works out in the end some dlg with confidence kind of thing because like they're just standing there talking and I just kind of nonchalantly walk up, and I was like, "Hey, um, are you the Coheed and Cambria guy? <laughs> are you in a band, sir?" <laughs> what if he was like, "Probably." Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I might have been. It was just weird because at the time I didn't know any of their work at all. Like I didn't even get in. I didn't even get into Coheed and Cambria until, and I'm still not even really that big into them. But really, about two years ago. I went through and listened to a bunch of their stuff. Um, 
I've only listened to a few Coheed and Cambria songs. I liked them though. <laughs> no, and it's entertaining, and for and it's a weird thing because they do like it should be right up my alley because it's rock music that's telling a story that's set in a comic book. So yeah, it's like that's like, like really hyper focused there. Ex- exactly. Like, there's really no reason it's not my thing. <laughs> it's just one of those things I've never gotten into. Huh, weird. A little bit. But so, you know, it was just kind of the, a random thing for me to be like, uh, are you the lead singer of this particular band? But he, he does. Now, look, it's in the picture. He's got a lot of makeup on and all that, but he still looks almost exactly like the same guy. So it wasn't that hard. I felt pretty confident that it was going to be him. <laughs> Man, if he would have told you no, that would have been funny. Yeah, because I would have been stuck. I would have been like, oh, weird. Okay. Can you sign? What if and you got like, sign it anyways? Oh, yeah, that would have been the best. Just, can you just go ahead and sign this? That would have been killer. Uh, it also would have been really funny to have bumped into him but not had the CD and then just been like, oh, you know what? And just told my roommate the story of it. And he and him be like, you're the worst. And be livid that you met the guy but didn't get anything to sign. Yeah, and be like, you know, in hindsight, he's actually really nice. He probably would have signed it if I'd have brought it with me. Oh, well, you learn <laughs> some, you lose some. Yeah. Next time. <laughs> Next time I run into the Coheed and Cambria guy. <laughs> There's just some things that just don't work. And it's next time when you do something incredible. Well, the next time that happens. Well, next time I ride a dragon, I guess I'll remember to do that. <laughs> These absolutely ridiculous claims. But yeah, conventions aren't dead, and that's exactly why. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Like, it, it, There's still the opportunity to have that story. Hey, remember that time you met the lead singer code in Cambria? You're not going to do that on a Twitch stream. I mean, like, um, he might be there. Best... He might be also logged in. You're never going to talk to him, really. Well, at best, like, what is he going to comment on the on the comment you make on the stream chat? Oh, Corey DLG, that was so funny. <laughs> right, that's not the same thing at all. Also, like a lot of those, a lot of times, those chats fly like way too fast. Yeah, there's no way they can keep up with it. Right, it's like wow, look, the, it's like the one the guys, Cambria guy commented, "Hey, <laughs> like fourteen thousand yeah. other people simultaneously." If you ever listen to 104 in the morning, they, the, if they try and quote from the text chat and they wait too long, they're like, oh, no, too many people are texting. It's gone. It's gone. That's it. We're done. It's, it's gone. I don't know what happened to the comment, but it was kind of something like this. And then they do a terrible job of paraphrasing it. Uh, it's like a good specialty of mine. Terrible paraphrasing? Mm-hmm. Nico, that could be a whole show of you just terribly paraphrasing stuff. <laughs> I, I had to. I had to terribly paraphrase, like... The entire plot of Game of Thrones to my mom and my friend who had never seen it before, because they're not going to watch. Who are these seasons. people? We wasn't your mom watching Game of Thrones with Dad? How did she stop? No, she like watched like two episodes. She watched like two of the important ones, like the one where the White King shows up, and then like the one where Joffrey dies. What the heck? Yeah, so it's like. I was like, well, at least you got those. I don't even know what to say to that. Like, it <laughs> it's like watching two of the most important things but having no context for them. Like, 
it has no value. <laughs> like, yeah, you have absolutely no idea who these people are, or what relevance they play to this giant world at large. But at least you saw them. <laughs> Check it out, y'all. So it's like you meeting the Coheed and Cambria guy without ever listening to his music. Right. Literally had never heard one song of his on purpose at that point. <laughs> Nice guy, though. Nice, nice guy, guy, though. Nice guy. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so there's, I mean, there's just, I don't think it's time to put the nail on the call for the conventions. I have a feeling conventions are going to come back stronger than ever. Oh, yeah. If if Memorial Day weekend was any indicator of how eager people are to get out, um, then I definitely think conventions are going to come back strong. Um, I would go as far as to say by the way, these are going to be... This this upcoming like convention season, if if like the world doesn't end by then, is gonna be one of the most like impressive, I think, because a lot of these people have had an entire year to plan new events and new things to happen. Um I mean I like where your head's at. That's a lot of faith to put in people. I feel like there's still gonna be plenty of people who just throw it together. Oh no I like for sure. I mean that's that's a lot of faith in people, but I mean like I'm talking about, like, these big conventions, because, like, as you enter, like, well, the I... new age of, like, because, like, think, think of, if you think about this, this is, like, a lost era of conventions that, like, we'll never see. Yeah, it's going to be weird, like, for people to be, they've gone to, they've gone to Comic Palooza seven years in a row, and then, like, when they're listing the years, they have to skip 2020. Yeah, like, I went 19 and, and then 21. Like, yeah. And someone's like, uh, actually? And then they have to be like, uh, no, actually, MFR, uh, 2020 never happened. This is why I say we should just start the year over. I think January should be January 2020. Um, and we'll just figure it out from there. I don't know. We got a lot of stuff to do. We got an election. We got a knockout. I mean, yeah, that can still happen, but like, next time. Can't have reset on our election. Yeah. I need this election to happen for personal reasons. It's not going to go the way it's not going to go the way you want. It's going to be hilarious. I listen. Let me tell you something right now. If people think the cities are burning now, see what I do if it goes the other way. <laughs> like, I'll pitch a fit so big you're not even ready. I'll be the world's biggest baby Huey. I imagine so. I actually, I don't. I honestly. I don't know why, but I really, I really do think it's going to go the way I think it's going to go. I don't know what way you're thinking. I think it's. I think it's, but... I, I'm. I'm predicting a change in leadership. I think that's what's going to happen. I, I, I strongly disagree. I just don't think if you like, even yesterday the economy hit again. The jobs report that they were all happy about two days ago, like an error was made in the calculations. Stock market took a hit. We're two weeks out from Memorial Day, and all the new coronavirus cases are back. Um, Texas actually has new highs for the coronavirus. Um, so we're dangerously close to literally having new stay-at-home orders. Like, we have undone everything we worked really hard for two months ago. Um, so I don't know that... I don't know that he can afford to take that many hits like that. Like, I don't know any president who could. Just being, without even getting into how I feel about him personally, 
like over the last four months, just that cycle with the election being so close, I don't know if people are, are ready to be like, yeah, do it again. We will see. Only time will tell. I right, listen. I know. I know the the spoil sport in you, the twenty twenty in you, thinks that it's going to go the other way, and it would be super twenty twenty if it did. But uh, oh yeah, no. Trust me. I trust just me, trust me. If if we hit, if, we, if it'll be the ultimate icing on the cake that is twenty twenty. But it was like, and then there was four more years of Trump. <laughs> it would probably be the most on brand thing to happen in twenty twenty. <laughs> they were like, yeah, the world basically ended like four times uh, in the first four months. Like, it's just over now. Like, people are going to get over right. the apocalypse by the end of like like December. They're like, all right, just get it over with, dude. Is this it or is this it? Like, are we done? Are we done? What's happening? Why are we even doing this? See, what people aren't uh... expecting is <laughs> Spiral 2 2021 is somehow even worse. I gotta tell you, I don't know that's possible. It probably isn't. I just don't think it is. I hope not. But, all that being said, uh, December, um, around the December-ish, PlayStation 5 will release. Oh, yeah, boy. And they showed a trailer for Spider-Man 2. Miles Spider-Man! I am so pumped. First of all, I loved the the first game they made. The first Spider-Man game they made is probably the best Spider-Man game that's been made yet. Yes. Uh, it was like one giant Spider-Man comic book with all of the Aunt May stuff, all the other stuff happening. Like, it just... It felt like just a giant Peter Parker Spider-Man story. It didn't feel like a video game at all. Yeah. And, and now they're going to tell a Miles Morales story? I'm so pumped. I'm so pumped, man. Because everyone loves Miles, especially after Into the Spider Verse, slap so hard. Yeah, this is time for sure, man. Yeah. You know they were trying to set up in the regular universe that he was going to become like an agent of Shield, mm-hmm. and that there was going to be like a new Shield, and like Blade the Vampire Hunter, and some other people were going to be a part of it. And basically, that all went to poop. Like everyone kind of claimed these other characters and put them in other places and all that. Right. Um. But for a second, it looks like that was going to be the plan with those guys. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how they decided against it, but that's where they wound up. But the Insomniac Games people they they made like Chef's Kiss, like the perfect Spider-Man game. Like I I, I have to give them full credit for that. Right. And if all if all this game is is just that game, but better, even only slightly, it's like what's not to love? It's just the same thing, but better. <laughs> Yeah, who's who's not pumped about that? They don't even have to make it much better. Yeah, like, <laughs> if it's only like slightly better, like some annoying things are fixed or whatever the case may be, like then it's perfect. Right. I'm not even mad. Like I'm totally cool with that. This is fine. I'm fine. <laughs> Except I don't mean it in the burning dog mean kind right. of way. It's the one. It's it's it's, it's the opposite one where you're the fire and you're you're just surrounded by dogs. Yeah, <laughs> this is fine. <laughs> um, you know they they debuted some other games. Obviously NBA two K one, or guess two K twenty one. I suppose. 
Um, they debuted a new. Is it Dawn's Horizon or Horizon Dawn? Horizon Dawn, I think. Is that the the dinosaur one? The redhead yeah, yeah, yeah. with the with the robot yeah. dinosaurs. The new one looks amazing. Uh, it even involves water. Um, that's that's how you know something's good is if it has water physics. Yes, it's the most. Yes, that's actually something that's been talked about numerous it's, times. It's, it's the hardest thing to get right in. It's program. the hardest thing to get right, like ever. Like animation, like physics, like water's just a pain, and like has been forever, especially in video games. <laughs> like, for some reason, no one can like. This is the ideal water level. Right. Yeah. No one's like just already mastered it and just passed it on to everyone else. Yeah. There's another there's a new Resident Evil. Oh. There's some sort of new game from the fan uh, Final Fantasy makers. Square um, Enix. Yeah, but they titled it something weird and they're saying it's not Final Fantasy. Oh, good for them. They but, make other games. But it's a new role playing game. Um, so there's just some interesting stuff coming up. There's a Forza Gran Torino. There's, there's always a, a new Forza game, right? When a console comes out, they're like, "Check out these racing graphics." I I just don't I just don't like car games. Uh, I drive a lot. I don't like driving in games. Yeah, that's you know what? Like, I think that's where my like driving is something I do in real life. It's not something I do to relax. Something I do to have to go to places. That is my favorite thing in GTA that when you're like, I'm gonna be a normal person. Or like don't break laws and like drive in traffic. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta be the most boring thing in the world. It's like if your life is so crazy you come home to like play a civilian in GTA. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually telling someone today that if simulation theory ever is completely proven to me like if someone's like hey we in fact do live in the simulation and it's definitively proven i'm gonna gta it up like for the rest of my life right you're like well I, clearly i can just spawn rocket launchers out of thin air using my cell phone well listen here's the deal if it's not real and it doesn't count that i am gonna blow it up like what yeah, am i supposed that to is do? that is that is logic that is how that works the only reason i've been behaving now is because someone told me this counts it turns out we were wrong this doesn't count like none of it counts blowing it all up blowing all this is why you always make two save files so one that you just blow up and one you actually play did that with fables because fables i uh i wanted to see what would happen if i murdered the whole town so i saved it and then murdered the whole town it's awesome by the way you should do it at least once just go full genocide mode on the fabled town. Yeah, because you can't kill kids, but you can roll through and kill everyone else in the fables game. So, like, you roll through, you murder everyone in the town, uh, and then uh, this is fables one, by the way. Yeah. And then the town guard would show up, like in groups of three. You roll through and you just keep murdering those guys and fighting those guys and killing those guys over and over and over and over and over again. And eventually you're just a massive dark cloud with huge horns. Nice. And everywhere you go, people are terrified. Yeah, I would be pretty spooked <laughs> if this guy who's basically the embodiment of darkness was like, hey, can I would like to go to your store. And it's like, you can just have it, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm done being a salesman. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Whatever you want, just take it. Like, I wasn't even going to stop you, dude. Like, 
He was like, yeah, the price tag on this is 24 but I was really hoping to do 20 on this. Yeah, whatever, man. It's free. It's free. Just go. Uh, uh, just go. Yeah, yeah. I've seen enough. I, I think I'm just going to leave. <laughs> you can take anything you want. <laughs> you know what? You can do anything you want. That's fine. That's fine. I didn't do an inventory before I'm leaving. Just take it. Just yeah. take it. I'll inventory when I come back. I'll come back. I'm just going to leave this book here. Um, you can take that if you want to, too. I guess I can just write it down again. You know what? Just go ahead. Just take it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's fine. fine. It's fine. I'll just start a new one. Tomorrow. It's not a big deal. <laughs> God. Yeah, absolutely. Why not? Just do it that way. Um, all right. We're going to jump out to a break. We'll get back to you. This is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio. I'm going to tell you guys about my friends, The Adventure Begins, comics, games, and more. Located right there on 1488 in Conroe. Right now, they're not open, but the Facebook page is active. They are still working every day to keep to keep their inventory going. They're building a website. They, they're working on some events behind the scenes that they can hopefully still put together, even maybe some, some internet-based things that they're working on. Uh, but they're, they want to stay connected with the community. They want to stay connected with you guys. And they want to keep serving the community in any way they can during these trying times. So reach out to facebook.com backslash, uh, I believe it's The Adventure Begins. If not, just check the search bar, The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and more. We often link to them so you can see them on our page. Just reach out, and if you can support them at all, go ahead and do so uh, as everybody kind of goes through this great pandemic opportunity. Uh, thanks, and be safe, guys. Hey, Conroe, this is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio, hanging out here, just enjoying my quarantine time at home, and I hope everyone else is doing the same, social distancing and minding their manners and listening to the orders while we get all this health stuff, health prices straightened out and get this pandemic under control. I hope everyone's doing their part to flatten the curve, but doing their part also means supporting small businesses. Local businesses here in Conroe, uh, restaurants, things of that nature that have been able to stay open, they require the support of their community. So takeouts uh, is a good option to do. So reach out to those places, order some takeout food if you can afford it and if it's reasonable. Uh, I'm not asking anyone to risk their health, but this, the community has always relied on the, itself to support itself. And this is one of those times where, as Conroe, we can stand up together and take care of small businesses and entrepreneurs who have been taking care of us this whole time, helping Montgomery County grow into one of the fastest-growing counties in all of America. Uh, thank you very much, and stay safe, and stay tuned for more Nerd Thug Radio. This is Rudy Tomjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back, Conroe, to more Nerd Thug Radio, coming at you live on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations, and we're streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. As always, you can go to Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio, and that's where we do all the stuff like uh, my boudoir photo set. It's coming very soon. I'm going to post it. It's going to be wonderful. Ooh, la, One of these la. days, it's actually going to happen, and I'm not going to be prepared for it. Yeah, you're going to open the Facebook page, and right there on the cover is going to be that. To quote the Run the I, Jewels just replace song, like, all the... Ooh, la, all la. the cover photos. Yeah, it's just gonna like, be me for like profile pic, bearskin rugs in front of a fire, drinking from a dark glass of wine. Like, yeah, it's gonna be real talk. It's gonna be, hey, I know you've had a hard day at work, but why don't you come to lay down with the DLG? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, yeah. Okay, why don't you come relax, girl? Let me rub onto them shoulders. Hey, you know what I'm hey. saying? Like, 
really nailing it. Really nailing it. <laughs> I just I just think Spider Verse throws yeah. his hand on his shoulder. Hey. Uh, hey. <laughs> That's you. Gets his hand stuck in her hair. Really great meeting you. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> that movie is great. Now that you've said that, that movie really is great. That does such a good that does an even better job of introducing Miles Morales than really anything. Right. It's it's super it's super cool. It is it is it is a great movie though. Um for watching anything. It is on Netflix. People should be checking it out. Netflix should be writing a check to us, because that's what we do. Um everybody should be checking out, speaking of writing checks, the adventure begins, comics, games, and more. Right here on 1488, what they need to be doing is coming on down and hanging out with these guys. They are open again, back and ready for business. Um, they've got they've started to organize events again. Nico's going to tell us about those dates here in a second. Uh, but they're starting to get everything organized and ready to go. In the meantime, you really need to be going. They've got it's bright, well lit, family friendly. The staff is awesome. Um, they do the loyalty points, which. They've started to open up what they're for, and I've got a really cool story. That's why I went ahead and took the ad this time. Uh, I just use so Nico uh, shares my account with me, and he bought a bunch of cards right after the lockdown started um, for one of his Japanese card games. So I now had a ton of loyalty points. Um, I used, You're welcome. Yeah, yeah. I used a bulk of them. Just here the other day, and this is the kind of stuff that can happen for you at the Adventure Begins Comics Games and more. Um, a new line of Marvel Legends figures just came out. It's the Age of Apocalypse series. I walked in. They had all of them on the shelf right there. All seven just sitting there looking beautiful as ever. You guys know how I feel about Age of Apocalypse. I'm personally, one of my favorite comic book stories of all time. Just awesome. And the figures look great. So I'm looking at them, and I'm looking at them, and in, man, like in my nerdiest heart of hearts, I really want these figures. I don't really buy action figures, though, because I don't play with action figures anymore, and I'm not really the guy who just has a bunch of unopened action figures in my room. I have two unopened action figures, Lady Thor and Spider-Gwen. But I am looking at these seven awesome Age of Apocalypse X-Men, and I really want them. Um... So Bill's talking to me about it, and I'm like, "Yeah, I think I'm gonna get them, but I'm, but they're twenty bucks each. It's gonna be one hundred and forty dollars. I never buy anything like this. I'm just hemming and hawing. I'm really kind of stuck on it. Finally, I remember I have all these points, and I said, "Hey, what can I do with these loyalty points, Bill?" And he says, "Well, for every twenty points you burn, you have ten dollars off of one action figure. So one hundred and forty points later, and suddenly I have the whole new set of Marvel Legends Age of Apocalypse figures." For $70. The whole wave. So Marvel Legends goes for about $25 just on a Walmart shelf right now. Just retail. And I got all seven for $70. Um, that's something the Adventure Begins can do for you also. So people need to be going to the Adventure Begins comics games and more. You spend the money, you get rewarded with loyalty points. Those points are worth stuff. We kind of always joke that, oh, they don't do a lot with the points. They really give you an opportunity to save some money if you really are, if you're savvy with your points. No you, gotta be, you gotta be savvy. I think that may be our problem because we're not savvy enough, Nico. I just use them for like general purchases off, but I always end up spending way more than like what they get me off. 
So, so like yeah. I used I used a bunch of your points to save like five dollars off of like a nine hundred dollar purchase, <laughs> and I was like sick. Nailed it. Got him. And I used a bunch of my points to get half off on seven action figures. Yeah, you uh, see, you gotta be savvy. Just ask for your options. That's it. All right, Nico, you ready with those dates? Oh, yeah. So today, Friday, June 12th, from 6 to 10, they have Commander Tournament with a $5 buy-in. Uh, bring your own Commander deck, and you can compete for prizes. Uh, Saturday, June 13th, uh, from 2 to 6, is the MTG Icoria Booster Draft. And then all June long, it's $12 Icoria Booster Draft from 2 to 6. This is that new set with a mutate mechanic. It's really cool. Uh, they even have, like, Godzilla crossovers in this set. Like, it's a really cool set. Oh, this is the set that uses the Godzilla cards. Okay, okay, I get it. Because they're all big monsters. Right. No, no, that makes sense. And then we're talking about the Mutate. Okay, I get it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, going. and then uh, Sunday, June 14th from 4 to 8 is D&D Junior Adventures League. Uh, from ages 10 to 16, uh, $5 to play, or you can make a purchase of $5 while in store. And that'll count towards that, so you don't have to worry about it. They still have every other table closed down. So they're still welcoming social distancing. They're still doing curbside purchases. The website is still up and running. Everything is going on as normal as possible and as comfortable as possible. And as comfortable as you want to get is how happy Nerd Thug or is how happy The Adventure Begins wants to make you. So get on out there to The Adventure Begins, comics, games, and more. Uh, you know, just say hi. Go hang out with them. Great people. Awesome people. Uh, just to give you a clue how much they care about all this stuff. Even though Comic Clues didn't happen, these guys are still involved in working with them to try and make things happen. There's stuff coming down the pipeline. I don't know what I'm allowed to say yet, so just keep your eye on the Adventure Begins page. Um, but Comic Palooza in the Adventure Begins, the marriage is real. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, there's just a lot of stuff going on. And yeah, man, like these action figures are looking good on my shelf now. Are you happy? I know Age of Apocalypse is one of your favorites. I know, so, like, each of these Marvel Legends has a -a Build-A-Figure. Yeah, yeah. And the Age of Apocalypse ones is Sugar Man? It is, and I don't, like, I'm not a big Sugar Man guy. I think he's probably one of the weirdest things about Age of Apocalypse, honestly. And, like, I'll be honest with you, Sugar Man, I feel like, has gotten a lot of love for how, like, weird he is. You're definitely right about that, because he was one of the chases... For in like one of the X Men hero stuff. clicks, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and on top of that, he came with like all of his weapons in that set. He's got the build a figure, and I feel like this isn't the first time he's been an action figure. Yeah, I think he has another one. I think pretty sure I've seen one before, at least of him. So I just think it's real weird that like I feel like there's some pretty popular characters that get really sidelined, and then like for some reason we have like four incarnations of the Sugar Man. Well, at one time, if you recall, there were like nine versions of Colossus. Yeah, but like Colossus is cool, and he's got a yeah, bunch but, of cool costumes. But no matter how cool someone is, there's if there's nine versions of them, you probably there's probably other characters that could have had that spot. Like there were I nine mean, versions of Colossus, maybe. But there has. But been I a love Colossus, so it's fine. <laughs> there hasn't been a version of Elixir in like tons of years. Oh, the last yeah. one I think is in Monsters and Mutations. Like, there's I other X Men that they skipped over to give us nine versions of Colossus. Yeah, 
But man, that Colossus holding a uh, sentinel head is one of the coolest things I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, it really is. I think the one where he um he's got the juggernaut thing. Oh, it's one of my favorites. I I I spent a ton of money to buy a collection almost solely for that piece. <laughs> I mean, it was worth it because I got like everything from Fear itself, but it's fine. Yeah, it was the Fear itself stuff. That's what it was. You're right. You're right. That's the one where he yeah, shows it's... and he shows up so randomly in that because it's mostly Avengers stuff. There's only a couple of well, X-Men it, it's... it's just Wolverine, I think. Yeah, it's just Wolverine. Well, it's from the Fear itself storyline, right? He I mean, so it's he Wolverine and Juggernaut. Yeah, it's Those Wolverine and Juggernaut. And then Colossus just shows up randomly. Well, it's because he takes Kurth's powers or Kurth the Juggernaut's powers, and then beats him up. Beats him with it. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> it's so funny. But anyway, yeah, Colossus. I mean, he was kind of a relevant portion of. The X Men for a minute, but he wasn't. I nine mean, like they, they killed him, they brought him back. Yeah, he betrayed them. He came back. Well, but specifically, what I mean is that era where first he takes the gem of Cerotech, so suddenly he's Colossus and Juggernaut, and then yeah. also the Phoenix Five comes into him. So at one point he has, he's Colossus, he has Juggernaut's powers, and he has a fifth of the Phoenix Force. Uh, it's pretty strong. He's pretty. It's pretty BA at that point. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, magic. This Wolverine keeps eyeballing me. This Wolverine keeps eyeballing me. He's pretty cool. Is it the one with the missing hand? Yeah, it's the Weapon X version from Age of Apocalypse. So I've got, I've got six of them on the shelf, and then I moved Spider Gwen and Girl Thor, and I put Wolverine with them over on the entertainment stand. Ooh, those are your personals. Well, I, 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 had to promote, I had to promote the girls. I couldn't replace the girls. I had to promote the girls. And then spacing-wise, seven doesn't really fit on the shelf. So six one does. More, six does. And I had room for one more over here. Uh, it all works out in the end. Who's all in the, who's all in the line? Yeah, so it's a, it's, a, it's a pretty good set. It's Jean Grey, uh, Dark Beast, Sunfire, Ooh. Morph. Uh, X Man Nate Gray. Oh, that's cool. And then Weapon X, and then Wild Child. Yeah, Wild Child. And Wild Child's cool because he's got the chain and all that. So he's clearly like he's the Wild a Child that Sabretooth carried. But but it now makes me feel like that must mean that there's a Sabretooth action figure somewhere already made. Either there's a Sabretooth, or we're getting another wave of Age of Apocalypse. Right. I have seen like an Age of Apocalypse, like a po- proper apocalypse somewhere, but I don't know if that's like a build a figure or not. Yeah, I have two and a couple. Of, so Blink was in a previous Marvel Legends. Um, so I need to get her. Um, and the rogue that wears the costume from Age of Apocalypse was in another line of figures like a long time ago. Mm. Um, but it's the same costume, right? And then I'm trying to think. And then the Magneto from Age of Apocalypse was in was in a couple of action fi- was in an action figure way back in the day. Uh, that Magneto was probably one of my favorite designs. I think they actually did like a five piece Age of Apocalypse set a long time ago, 
And I think it was Magneto, uh-huh. Rogue, Sabretooth, Apocalypse, and I think one other one. Uh, so that's where those come from? Yeah, I think so. And I think that's where they got the different It's weird that they don't have, like, that. the Colossus. That Colossus. I love that. Age of Apocalypse has, like, some of my favorite, like, design-wise, like, some of my favorite X-Men. They just look so cool. Uh, I, they, not only do they look cool, the storylines were great. The the Generation Next story is probably one of the saddest X-Men stories <sighs> you could ever tell. I, um, I have it, and I cry every time. <laughs> it's just, it's brutal, man. It really um, is. It's just the saddest thing ever. It's, what and it's some so of my favorites. Is, what makes it so sad is the very end where when he's when he's at the gate as it's closing and he's locking eyes with Husk as it's closing and the quote from Ilyana is hanging over it and you're just like oh man <laughs> it's just brutal absolutely brutal um but yeah I just feel oh, like they finally brought back Mondo finally he's back <laughs> Yeah, and they've kind of made him kind of a big deal of the new mutants thing. And Broadback's really kind of the wrong word because he only appeared in like two issues of Generation X. Oh, I mean, so really, Generation of, X is where he's featured. Right, yeah. It's weird because it's obvious they had really big plans for him because in all the buildup for Generation X, all the promo stuff, he's featured in it. Uh, yeah, a lot of and his power is actually really cool. And then he never really showed up. I mean, the and then in generation in generation next, one of the characters that's featured on the team is a guy named Vincente who can turn into gas, and he's never featured in the regular universe until late in the generation X run. Inplate shows up with his own team of like five or six young mutants that he puts together to help kill Generation X, and Vincente is one of them. Hey, bringing it back, but like. It's weird how those who played such a role in Generation Next and weren't featured at all in the regular. But that was kind of what Age of Apocalypse did, is it found these characters who weren't getting time in the regular universe and then showed them in a really dynamic, different way. Yeah, because, I mean, like, their power set isn't, like, necessarily the most useful, but could be incredibly creative and unique. Right, for sure. And then even... Even the Generation X team, seeing how, like, in a different world, what they could be like if they could, if, if, you know, if they were given the opportunity to shine and how effective they were. Like, it was just interesting. It was a really cool, the whole thing was, the Age of Apocalypse storyline itself, it's a really brave story to tell. It's a really interesting story. So, yeah, it, it forever has the soft spot. And so when you when, when any, they do anytime cool anything like comes, this, <laughs> yeah, anytime anything happens from it, you're like, ah, yes. I'll and sometimes 20. they screw it up. Sometimes it's not good. Um, they did a new mutants, or they did a, a series where they basically returned to it, and they uh-huh. were telling the story of like eight humans trying to overthrow. So, Apocalypse plants a seed in every death, uh, in his horsemen. And so Wolverine was his death horseman in Age of Apocalypse before he turned on him. Uh, So when Apocalypse dies in Age of Apocalypse, Wolverine becomes the new Apocalypse. Uh, Little by little, the the Apocalypse seed like overtakes you. And so he becomes the new Apocalypse. So they do this series where the humans, the friends of humanity, 
or like an upstart group fighting against the Weapon X apocalypse. And uh, like it was interesting. Jean Grey's on the team, but her powers have basically burned out. So she's super weak. And then Sabretooth is the only mutant who's really on the team. Um, and the two of them are working with the humans to try and overthrow. Because like the rest of the X-Men are basically gone at that point. Yeah. Uh, also, how are you supposed to fight Wolverine Apocalypse? So, like, yeah, there's exactly. no win in that and, one, Chief. And that series was was only kind of okay. Um, but most, but for the most part, like, it's been really cool when they return. Um, they did a follow up series to do the 10 year anniversary of Age of Apocalypse, and it was drawn by uh, Chris Bachelo, who's one of my favorite artists. And basically, it's a return to that universe. And it deals with Mr. Sinister and what he does, like what he's been doing ever since Apocalypse was gone. And it's the X-Men trying to rebuild the country, like working with the humans, trying to rebuild America after Apocalypse. And it's just kind of really cool. There's a lot of neat stuff that happens in Age of Apocalypse. Yeah, it's such a departure from like the usual, I don't want to say happy-go-lucky world of the X-Men. No, definitely not. But definitely, it is a departure from what you know, right? Especially because when you find out Cyclops like is one of the one of the prelates, he works for Apocalypse, and like he helps lead uh, like the raids that that kill thousands of humans. You're like, what? Like, yeah, really? And I feel like I feel like that like duality of Cyclops is, was like almost ignored for a long time. Yeah, I mean. The, the reason he's able to do it is because Cyclops is super driven, and so what would evil Cyclops be driven about? Well, he'd still want to make his, his leaders happy. He'd still want to make his bosses happy. Just like good guy Cyclops wants to make Professor X happy, bad guy Cyclops wants to make, um, you know, Apocalypse happy. And so he goes around helping kill people. Just wild. It is. Just it really insane. is. It's such a great series. There's just no getting around it. Um, we are up against it, though, so there's no getting around that either. Time is relative, and relatively speaking, we're out of time. Um, I do want to thank everybody for listening and, and checking in with us. Listen, it's super important, super easy, and super silly. All you got to do to win a Black Manta chase for Justice League Unlimited is just like the show. Subscribe to the show. Share the show. Screen grab it. Send a DM to Nerd Thug Radio that you're doing just that, and you're going to be entered in to win. No limit on entries. Every different like, screen grab, or share is an entry. All social media platforms are up for grabs. There are no limits on this. Go crazy. Blow us up. Win a chase. Just the chase itself is worth 60 bucks. Like, right, yeah. People need He's to brand it. new. He's yeah. in demand. And it's the, new, it's the new set and all that. Um, and then if you're local and you want to win some free pizza, feel free to do the exact same thing. If you don't like hero clicks, but you want to win some free pizza, do the thing, man. Get it. We'll, we'll, we'll hook you up. You got a chance to win pizza or hero clicks or a cool figurine keychain. I don't know why you're not doing it already. Uh, on behalf of little brother Nico and myself, on behalf of the Adventure Begins Comics Games and more, same nerd thug time, same nerd thug channel. Stay safe, stay clean, stay friendly, stay happy. Fight the man, do your thing. Uh, Black Lives Matter. Yeah.
This is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio. I'm going to tell you guys about my friends, The Adventure Begins, comics, games, and more. Located right there on 1488 in Conroe. Right now, they're not open, but the Facebook page is active. They are still working every day to keep to keep their inventory going. They're building a website. They, they're working on some events behind the scenes that they can hopefully still put together, even maybe some, some internet-based things that they're working on. Uh, but they're, they want to stay connected with the community. They want to stay connected with you guys. And they want to keep serving the community in any way they can during these trying times. So reach out to facebook.com backslash, uh, I believe it's The Adventure Begins. If not, just check the search bar, The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and more. We often link to them so you can see them on our page. Just reach out, and if you can support them at all, go ahead and do so uh, as everybody kind of goes through this great pandemic opportunity. Uh, thanks, and be safe, guys. Hey, Conroe, this is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio, hanging out here, just enjoying my quarantine time at home, and I hope everyone else is doing the same, social distancing and minding their manners and listening to the orders while we get all this health stuff, health crisis straightened out and get this pandemic under control. I hope everyone's doing their part to flatten the curve, but doing their part also means supporting small businesses. Local businesses here in Conroe, uh, restaurants, things of that nature that have been able to stay open, they require the support of their community, so takeouts. Uh, is a good option to do. So reach out to those places, order some takeout food if you can afford it and if it's reasonable. Uh, I'm not asking anyone to risk their health, but this, the community has always relied on the, itself to support itself. And this is one of those times where as Conroe, we can stand up together and take care of small businesses and entrepreneurs who've been taking care of us this whole time, helping Montgomery County grow into one of the fastest growing counties in all of America. Uh, thank you very much and stay safe. And stay tuned for more Nerd Thug Radio. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio.